Welcome to the podcast that teaches you how to transform your life and your business. Here is your host, Rick Hyland, and this is CI for Life. Hey, welcome to another CI for Life or Continuous Improvement for Life podcast. I'm Rick Hyland. Excited to have you here. Um, as you know, this podcast is to help entrepreneurs and small business owners scale their business and um, grow and be successful, improve in sales and profitability, et cetera. And often the themes for these podcasts, when I do them on my own, is themes that I see across the clients I'm working, that I might be valuable to have a podcast to share with my clients and, and all the listeners on how to advance this particular issue. And today, what I want to talk about, the episode is entitled, I have my KPIs, now what? How do I use these KPIs to drive performance? Just because I have them identified, that was last session, right? That was uh, 135, episode 135. We talked about how to develop and examples of leading and lagging KPIs, key performance indicators. And today we're talking about how to use them. Seeing too many errors, too many mistakes, uh, use them improperly, uh, including for correction too fast. Um, but what I want to do is Jim Collins used to write a um, level five leadership a book, and I think it was in good to great as well. But level five leadership, by the way, a graduate, you know, it improved from one, two, three, four, four, five was the highest. And a sense of humility and curiosity and the value of team, by the way, was level five or some of the attributes to level five leadership rather than being the smartest person in the room. But what I'd like to do is share with you five levels for KPI usage. And it is graduating, increasingly graduating. Five is where you want to be eventually, uh, but we all start out at one. And so you can think about progressing through levels one, two, three, four, five, and maybe uh, do a little assessment on how you use your KPIs for the listeners. Are you at level three now? How do you advance to level four? So let me kind of describe on each level. I'll talk about um, what it is, how to use them, uh, and then the benefit and then a little coaching. Uh, it, what pitfalls could you fall into at this level that might stop your progress on how it helps drive performance? Um, and so I'd like to share with you a pitfall under each level, the benefit, and exactly what each level means. So level one, first of all, is just identifying and building a report around your lagging and leading KPIs. And you know, this is there's always exceptions to this, but I always recommend as I did in episode 135, this is 136, that you have at least one lag, one lagging KPI, sales, for example, might be your lag, you're the sales leader, and two leading KPIs, those things, activities that predict that if I did those activities, better improvement, that it would lead to better sales. For example, cold calls, for example, website hits, for example, there's lots of leading indicators for sales, depending if you're B2B, B2C, et cetera. So that's level one. You've got a report. You, you know what KPIs you have, a lag and two leads, and you have a report that's shared at least monthly. That's kind of level one. And the benefit of that, it does create focus. It, it can create some alignment. Everybody knows clear expectations, what their job is about is expressed in these KPIs. At least the most important parts of their job are captured in these three KPIs, right? There's always other things that you do. And, we're, and you can add KPIs over time. I just suggest starting small. Start with the three most highly leveraged, most powerful 
important KPIs for your business, sales and a predicting leading indicator on that, or production and um, downtime as a leading indicator, for example. So um, it works for ops, admin, sales, any part of the organization. Go back to episode 135 if you want to hear more examples. So you've got it in a report. You've got the KPIs. And to be honest with you, this is what's most automated CRMs do today is have them on your computer, have a report that you can see weekly, monthly, and sometimes daily. But that's usually where it's left off. And that is a massive error, a massive swing and a miss uh, that many companies, many small businesses, and I'm kind of targeting this kind of $2 million to $100 million small company. You should have these KPIs. They should be in a report format. Um, hopefully, you've even got a CRM on it. I'll talk about automation a little bit later. But um, if that's all you have and you're not using it in level two or three, four, or five, you're make you're losing some of the value of having KPIs. So that's my uh, coaching point or uh, pitfall to avoid. Don't just have a report and KPIs and have your employees look at it online to see where they stand on their responsibilities. So level two is not only you've got a report, you've got your KPIs identified, but now I'm using it in a monthly business review. So let me describe a couple characteristics of a good monthly business review. One, there's using KPIs. Two, management isn't reporting. CFO isn't reporting. It's the employees reporting. Stand up accountability. Bottom-up accountability. Wherever the bottom is in that meeting, if it's an executive meeting, uh, you're reporting to the CEO. Their direct reports are, and then cascading it down into the organization. So um, used monthly. We can talk about on another podcast how you might use a variation in weekly. There's a big debate over that now. I plan to make another podcast on that one, how to have a great uh, weekly meeting. But this is the monthly that uses your KPIs, that's bottom-up, it's employee-reported. Uh, you might give them a template to fill out so that it becomes easier. More on that later. But that's level two. Now, the caution and, and the great thing about moving to level two is now there's real accountability. Like, once I have to stand up and report to somebody, my sales leader, my ops leader, my admin leader, that really increases the level of accountability. You can hide behind a report. You can, oh, that's embarrassing, but not have to. But once I have to speak it into my words, both the data and the action plans, mm, then you got accountability. Now, here's the other thing. And I see a lot of sales groups missing this. You're also missing the cross-learning. When you just have a KPI report on your CRM and then tie it into your bonus, which is a good practice, which is level five, by the way. And there's a reason, and I'll share that, why that's level five, not level two or three. But once you got that, that's only part of it. You're not getting the cross-learning if you're not having this bottom-up monthly meeting with your reps or your ops people or your admin people reporting to each other. They can't see what each other's doing. They can't learn from each other. They can't have this, when you share uh, insights or ideas, um, this cross-learning that can happen. Now, again, a monthly bottom-up reporting accountability meeting, what we call a business review, is not a problem-solving meeting. That's level three and happens in between the meetings using your KPIs or the areas for improvement in your KPIs. Level two is having that bottom-up meeting regularly, never missing. Even if you're not there, assign somebody else. 
Of course, you've got clear roles in that meeting. We've talked about business reviews in other podcasts, in other videos on my Facebook site, et cetera, on how to have a great bottom-up business review. But those are the basics, and that's level two. But again, you're missing something um, if you're just using that. The benefit is accountability and cross-learning, um, but you're not, you're missing something um, if the leader's doing all the talking. It should be mostly bottom-up uh, people and uh, re direct reports reporting. And also, it's this is another caution and a pitfall to avoid. And I've heard this even recently. It's not just a dog and pony show so that management can figure out what I'm doing. It's for cross-learning, cross-accountability. And with that cross-learning and cross-accountability, it's to drive you to level three, meaning you've got your action plans, significant, synergistic, cross-functional action plans you're working on in between monthly meetings. And that is level three. The benefit of this level three work is better teamwork, better cross-learning, uh, and better improvement, obviously. What you want, you don't want, this is the pitfall. Employees that are uh, reporting at your uh, KPI meeting, your business review, don't just prepare the day before. You've been working. If this process is working and it's not just a dog and pony show, you've been working your action items the whole month. And then you just bring them to fruition or bring them to light and share your successes and highlights in your next level of action plans. You're working the whole month with your team to improve those KPIs in your weekly meetings, perhaps. Or maybe even you're running a lean team or um, uh, um, that's level four is if you're significantly working your actions in between time, or, or sorry, that's still part of level three. Create a lean team. Look at a process. Uh, how is this process broken across our functions, right? Uh, at Howling, we just recently did the purchasing one that I mentioned before. That was Anthony and Wim and Ruben and the rest of the team, Harry, et cetera, looking at the whole purchasing process, figuring out as is, where are the errors, mistakes, waste, and then 2B, how can we build elegant solutions in here to solve the problems? That's Isn't that beautiful? And then show up the next business review with the highlight being we had a lean meeting and uh, we came up with four actions and here's the results of those four actions. That's how it's meant to be used. Not just as a top up report to my boss how I'm doing, save my bacon, um, hopefully you know, I'll have a job next month. It's really meant to be you're working those actions. You're accountable. I shared my commitments to the group on a monthly basis through KPIs, leading and lagging. And now the rest of the month, the way we do business is driving actions, working on improvement plans for those significant KPIs. That's euphoria. Level three is great. Once you can get there, you're really driving significant improvement. But if you're not at level three yet, you're, you're getting a minor benefit of tracking KPIs. So level four, you can imagine this is also working on uh, personal goals too. Think through how this might work in personal goals to try to get it to level five. Um, level four is really just sharing and cascading it with the team. So it's great if senior management now is focused on KPIs, working improvement plans. But now, as I mentioned already in level three, you're working the actions with the team. But now how about if you're uh, the general manager over a division in Texas, now you're actually sharing it with your team. Yes, your boss, John Mutis, is having at, at Levitt is having a business review where you got to report monthly um, on your KPIs and how well you're doing your business plan. 
But now cascade that down. You with your team, have them minimally share the information and, and not just email or report, but hopefully sharing it at your next monthly meeting. But even better, like level 4B of this whole cat is cascade their own leading KPIs and have them track it, have them report to you. You share the high level on how the division is doing and you now report up. Your um, employees report their leading KPIs to contribute to sales, cost, production, improvement, and have their own action plans to improve. That's like, man, level 4B is euphoria and you are driving significant performance improvement in your business just through this KPI process. And then, of course, level five is let's automate it now, not sooner, and let's tie it into compensation. So the pitfall here is really doing this too early. And I'm a big automation fan. I'm a big, but don't let your CRM or the stock CRM KPIs drive your process. You identify the right KPIs. Track them manually, perhaps, for two or three weeks on spreadsheets but then get ready to navigate into automation, right? Victor Wong at Howling uh, Group Tomatoes, Cukes, a big greenhouse operation in Delta, BC. Um, he's now taking these manually generated KPIs um, from the grow team, uh, from uh, Dupinder and Propagation. She's satisfied with the KPIs being tracked now. She's figured out how to do it manually, hands it to Victor. He automates it in their ERP system. That's beautiful. Once we've worked out the kinks, once we figure out that it's the right KPI to track, once I as a business leader know my numbers a little bit, I now give it to Victor to automate. Takes less time then. Um, and you could be working actions rather than working reporting KPIs. Spend bulk of the time working your actions rather than what's my numbers for the month. Uh, once I've done it manual for a little while, then automate it. Uh, also, same thing for compensation. If you move too quick to compensation, people will figure out how to do the cheat codes, how to do the workarounds, how to drive the wrong behaviors. For example, if you're already tying your production KPI into comp without getting a counterbalancing quality or cost KPI, you could be getting great production to get your bonus at the sacrifice of quality and cost, for example. And remember, when we're talking comp, we're also we're not just talking bonus, but we're talking spot bonuses for those that are doing really well. You can hand out at your monthly business review. We're also talking intangible praise, recognition. You can never do that too early. You can start at level one doing that, right? But level five is where you automate it and tie it at comp. And the pitfall is, and the benefits are, it's now the way you do business. You've got recognition and reward and automate. It's taking less time. You know they're the right KPIs. It's now automated into your ERP system through your IT group. And um, now you're really humming and people are spending most of the time digging for actions, recognizing their people, et cetera. So that's level five, not leadership, but KPI usage. If you really want to drive significant 10X type of change in your business, you won't just stop at level one or even level two level of usage of your KPIs. You will drive it all the way to level five. Be patient with yourself. It takes time to find the right KPIs, use the right KPIs, and then finally automate and drive into comp. But anyhow, hopefully this is useful for both my clients working and, 
any listener that's trying to, you know, perhaps in the past you've used KPIs and it hasn't um, led to performance improvement or personal goal improvement or business goal improvement, I would say it's because you're stuck at level one. You don't even maybe have the right leading KPIs. Go to the last episode. But once you've found those lagging leading KPIs, take them through and, and gradually progress to level five and you will get 10x improvement, right? Because it's not just about reporting. It's not just about showing the boss. It's now the way we drive problem solving during the month in between the reporting period. It's the way we drive cross-functional learning. It's the way we drive lean improvement. It all ties into the ma major KPIs we're trying to drive and improve in the business. Wow, exciting stuff. Very few businesses have level five. My invitation, my challenge is have this vision in mind. Don't just stop at level one and level two. Drive it all to level five so that you can have that beautiful, elegant, continuous improvement process. Level five KPI usage. I am Rick Highland, and this is Continuous Improvement for Life. Cheers for now. Bye.